Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back, film fans. This is Beer, Bourbon, and a Movie. I'm Tawana. And I'm Vaughn. And we're two filmmaking cinephiles dedicated to the art of film, the taste of a good beverage, and everything in between. We're glad you're back, people. So grab a seat, film fans, beer drinkers, and bourbon lovers alike. This is episode 49. 49. episode we're going to be reviewing The Kitchen and Moose. So Tawana, what are we sipping on today? Alright, I'm not excited about it and so I apologize for all those who appreciate this brew. I do not. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No offense. She really doesn't feel No offense, like really. I really wish I could have redid one of the other beers that I've done before. I hear you. Um, this tastes like piss. I don't like it. Oh, I'm man. sorry. That's a personal opinion. That is not a condemnation on anything to do with Coors Banquet. Right. <laughs> I personally just don't like it. It's just not doing I it mean, for you. All right. Okay. So what is it? Coors Banquet is brewed. Their tagline, right? 100% Rocky Mountain water, Moravian barley from many generations of family farmers, true to its roots. It is brewed only in one place, which is Golden, Colorado, and nowhere else. Well, after I tasted Ugh. that, I was like, well, you can keep that because that yeah, really no. tastes like nothing. The reason Budweiser why I, actually tastes better than that. Right, and I tried to find some of the new Bud Brew. It's, it's called like American Lager, I think. Okay. Or American Red Lager. America all Which day. is great, which would be great because they actually had a couple others that were pretty good. Mm. Um, their Black Crown was actually pretty damn tasty. Right. Uh, and then they had that Jack Daniels one. Was it yeah, Jack was, Daniels or Jim Beam? It was a Jim Beam one. Yeah, it was It was a partnership with Jim Beam. It was good. That yeah, was really it was good. good. This one, so the problem with them is those are limited editions. Okay. So when they sell out, they sell out. Yeah. I saw them two weeks ago. Damn. Went to the same grocery store. We tried. Done. Sorry, folks. Tried two other stores. Done. Yep. That's it. I, well, you know, it is like pretty much like fall now. I hear you. <laughs> for so, for well, retailers. Well, yeah, for re- t- retailers it so, is fall. I guess I'm not going to be able to find that. I yeah. could probably try and look somewhere else, but nevertheless, I settled on Coors Banquet because inspired by the kitchen and its 70s vibe yeah. in the heart of dirty New York City, I thought I'd find some shit that my grandfather drank. Okay. <laughs> he did not drink that shit. <laughs> he right. did drink Miller, but you know, like I said, we already did we it. We already did it, yeah. So anyway, um, very... Ugh. All right, so it's very pale. <laughs> Let's just describe it. Scott, I Why do- don't you just describe the can? Let's talk about the can. I'm sorry, I thought she was. <laughs> exactly. Oh, welcome I back, be- Kevin. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Kevin. I'm happy to be We're back again. Kevin is sitting in for Alex, y'all. And for the record, I was actually, you know, I'm from Colorado, yes. so be careful what you're saying about Coors. Yes. You just said it was shit, though. Well, it is. Okay. I'm just saying be careful. <laughs> hey, but I'm not, I'm not but he was born you. not far away he from it. He was there. born not far away from it. I was born not far away from the with the photograph of the waterfall on oh. the can. Golden is, like, way far away. Oh, sorry. Well, maybe his, I don't know, baby piss tastes like this beer. Bill, that's all baby I can think piss. of. I mean, it's just, I mean, I, I was looking for, like, you know, you look things up. So I was looking for all these notes. So this is, it has a hint of banana. No, this is not Blue Moon or any sort of, like, half of bison. Nothing. No. It, it, I maybe could taste a little sweet apple. Apple, not sweet. 
I can maybe taste a little apple. Definitely bread. Hella bread. Yeah, it's a lot of bread. Um, it is a little floral hoppy. I can give it that. It's pale as piss. I'm dead already. <laughs> I'm gone. Dead. It's light is not crisp. No. I'm going to say this. If you grew up drinking this shit and you really, really like it, I'm sorry. Because there are so many other things to drink. But I'm going to say, I respect you for being around since like 1978 or really before that. Yeah. They've been around. I feel like they were around from the 1800s. Of course. <laughs> well, they had like a really. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's like 19, even before like 1950. Well, let me, let me say here on the can, it says. Brewed with 100% Rocky Mountain water since 1873. Thank you. Yes. Adolph Coors. As as I did not look at the bottle. Wow. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah. 1873. I actually did look at it and then went referencing it. No, it's fine. Makes, makes no sense. Anyway. That's why I'm here, I read. Needless to say, this was as underwhelming as the kitchen. But I digress. Wow. Okay. And I pass it over to Vaughn. She threw a lot of shade <laughs> on the kitchen real quick. Um, what? Well, I had to What'd step it drinking? up a little bit. Because I'm, I'm, I'm drinking your booze. Because I'm, yeah, she's drinking bourbon today. <laughs> um, just so everybody knows, I had to step it up a little bit. I wanted to bring in one of my favorite bourbons, and I had to bring it back to Kentucky because we've been talking about Tennessee bourbons for a little bit, and it was time to talk about Kentucky again. And so today, I'm drinking uh, Woodford Reserve, which is one of my favorites uh, from Woodford County, Kentucky, and it was in Chevrolet, Kentucky, where it was was created, and it's created in a, in like a. Um, those cast, those metal cast containers, as mm-hmm. opposed to the barrels that mm-hmm. we're used to, but um, and it's it's relatively new. It was it was started in the '90s, and um, considering most of these bourbons were, you know, generations old, you know, back in the slavery times of old, hmm. but um, at mm-hmm. least this is one of those new ones, relatively new ones, and it's really popular during the uh, Kentucky Derby in, in May, and and they're just. It's perfect for a mint julep. It's perfect for a Manhattan. Is that's how I'm having it today, because there was a lot of drinking happening in uh, the kitchen and in um, both of them. And in, uh, but they loose. needed to drink in yeah, both homes. Yeah, they definitely to get through. needed to drink. And, it, and so just to get through that matter. That exactly, matter. exactly. And so I felt like it was time to drink something really, really nice. Right. And so I, I'm enjoying Woodford Reserve, and I'm gonna post a recipe for one of my favorite cocktails, the Manhattan. Mm. On on the website again, just so everybody can do something special for themselves. But uh, once again, shout out to Woodford Reserve. So let's talk about these damn movies. All right, wait, wait, wait. Before we do oh, that. industry news. I am so sorry industry we could not news. forget yeah. about industry, industry news. news baby. Go ahead, Tawana. Let's all start. Right. I'm gonna keep it black all day. You know how I all do. day. There she goes. <laughs> Jump in, black girl. All right, black girl magic. One of the most exciting things I've heard about all week is coming to America. Wow. Deuce. Part two. Oh, wow. Um, Prince Akeem, who's probably king by now. Yeah, I hope so. He's king. He's king, actually. He probably killed his father. They referenced that in the in the synopsis. Oh, he didn't kill his dad. Okay. No, but his dad is still around. Okay. Um, Just old as hell. <laughs> Got it. James Earl Jones is not James that old. James Earl Jones is, is, I don't know, he's kind of old. <laughs> he is, but he's still around. But he's still around. He's still around. He's an amazing he's, actor. He's a, one of the one of the last Mohicans. Um, yeah. So uh, the premise of this, what I've been reading is, uh, Akeem has to return to Queens uh, to find his long lost son, who he didn't know he had. And so 
Looks like, bit by bit, the more I'm reading about this, everyone is coming back. So John Amos is coming back as Cleo uh. McDowell, um, owner of McDowell's. We all remember that. Yeah. Um, directed by Craig Brewer, uh, Eddie Murphy, Arsenio Hall, James O. Jones, Paul Bates. Okay. If we don't remember him, she's your queen to be. <laughs> so <blow. laughs> Wow. That whole, that guy, yes, he's coming back. Oh, my God. Um, and new additions, Wesley Snipes, who plays uh, General, I think his name is like General Aziz. Okay. Uh, Jermaine Fowler, Leslie Jones, Rick Ross, Kiki Lane from, uh, we were just talking about this, the, the, the Harlem love story, James Baldwin. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Beale Street. Beale Street. Mm-hmm. She Beautiful woman. was the, was the bride. Okay. In the, in the film. Um, Kiki Lane, she's coming back to add to the new characters. No word about Sherry Headley yet. I hope she comes back. But I really hope she comes back because how could you? I loved her. Right, right, right. And she's a Queens native, I think. She is a Queens mm-hmm. native. So yeah, so Prince Hakeem becomes uh, King of Zamunda uh, when he discovers, like I said, he had a son in America, in the street savvy place of Queens native. Wow. So I don't know. We'll see. Oh, it's his father. I'm sorry. Honoring his father's dying wish to groom this son as the crown prince. Okay. Akeem and Semi set off to America. All right. So that's pretty cool. I'm glad they got jobs. I'm glad they got jobs too. But Andy Murphy, come on, he was never going to be broke. Yeah, no. Um. So the other thing I'm really excited about, we saw the trailer for Queen and Slim. Yeah, I'm ready for that. All new Lena Waithe project. Yeah. Good for her. With her, uh, with her, her uh, directing sidekick there. She's not really a sidekick because she's a pal hitter in her own right. Um, Melina Matsukas. Yeah. She's really great. Starring a lot of heavy hitters like uh, Chloe Sevigny, Daniel Kaluuya, uh, Indiana Moore from Pose. Yeah. I absolutely love. Good for you, India. Right. Uh, Jody Turner-Smith. Bokeem, stay working, boy. That's right. Bokeem Woodbine. Yeah. Always in a film. And so on and so forth, lots of other people. Really? Wasn't, Bo, wasn't he in Dead Presidents too? Yeah, he was in everything. Oh my God. Yeah. That motherfucker stay working. I love it. I love it. He must have an agent from God. Yeah, his agent needs to get he extra Because he stay money. working and yeah. he. Uh, yeah. Uh, he's all right. Yeah. But <laughs> That's all we can Anyway, say. I'm really excited about this because it's just like. It's basically about, if you haven't seen the trailer, it's basically about a couple's first date that just turns into this. Unexpected chaos. Yeah, that's a bad due to a uh, 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 police pullover. Yeah, um, it's a bad. And it just moment. goes from there. But it feels very much like Black Thelma and Louise. Yeah, with mm-hmm. straight with a male and a woman. <laughs> a man and a, a man woman. and a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, but it looks really good. Shot really well. And Alina Waith is uh, she wrote it, co-wrote it. Wow. So probably producing. So it was interesting. I'm excited. And last but not least. Can I be black girl if I did not mention this? Okay. Uh, rest in peace all the way to Toni Morrison. Absolutely. Sister, you have given us all. Thank you, Toni. A nice piece mm-hmm. of life and got us all the way right. Yeah. And um, I can never watch Beloved more than once. I've never seen it more than yeah. once. It is a very serious film. Yeah. But it was beautiful in all its breathtaking accomplishments and i really 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 did appreciate her i was quite stunned 
Yeah, when I sure. found out she was gone from pancreatic cancer. Yeah. Wipe a motherfuckers out off this yeah, planet it's quick. It's real. It does not last long yeah, in real. a prison. It's real. Um but yeah, rest in but, pieces. You know, she she was definitely an icon in, in, in American history. In American history. Not only she's not black just black history, history. But she's American history. American and um history. you know she laid the groundwork for so many other writers and, and so many other women writers and writers. I think that she's just she just she will never be forgotten about because her her work will live on forever forever and so thank goodness for that um i just wanted to talk about uh queen latifah yes. who's been cast in the the role of ursula on the on the live production of the little mermaid people mad yeah they they're gonna, gonna do it and you know it don't matter. They're gonna be mad. she's gonna do it and she's gonna be well good doing well at it and you know she, queen latifah's doing a lot of work you know, you know, she kind of wrong. She sang a little bit. She's doing a lot of she work. She got a weird areola situation that we well, saw in Bet. In, in, in uh, Bessie. Bessie. She yeah, played Bessie weird. Smith. She must have had some breast reinstallation. I don't know. We can't worry about that. I'm I mean, sure it bothered she, me. I'm sure she had a breast reduction <laughs> but, at some point I mean, in her life because she was money. a big girl. But Oof. she's making money. And you know what? She's also developing housing in Newark, New Jersey, where she's from. No, Dad, I'm sure. And, and, Affordable housing. I she's always say. been for the community. So she's all about it. So I'm, I'm glad she's there and I'm glad she's doing what she's got to do. I'm glad she can. I'm just waiting for her to be on a float in a pride parade somewhere. Okay. She did, she did San Francisco, didn't she? Wasn't no. She, yeah, she was. I think she was. I'd have to double check, but I'm pretty sure Queen Latifah actually did. No. Yeah. She, she, didn't she about to have a baby too? Yeah. Hold on. Let me check. Her, her partner's pregnant and it ain't the workout partner. She got a new one. Okay. She got a new one. Um, I forget her name. But, yeah, this have a kid too. Well, you know, Tiva's doing her thing. And like I said, since since Star was canceled, she's, you know, she's out there. And well, Star was canceled? Yeah, Sorry, it was Long Beach. It was Long Beach Pride. Oh, was it? Yeah. Good for oh, her. Fantastic. She was the, uh, she was the, um, yeah. I'm so excited about that. Mm-hmm. Didn't know that. Yeah, her, her partner is Ebony Nichols. Hmm. So, um, yeah, good for her. Yeah, they're reportedly engaged and expecting a child. Very good. Her and her girlfriend are doing the do. That's right. Keep it up. Stay yep. gay. <laughs> She's pretty as fuck. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about some movies, Tawana. You want to start us off? Yeah, or, oh, wait. Do we, uh, I need to throw Let's my, talk about the kitchen. Let's, I need to throw in my Let's whole, talk about the synopsis of the kitchen. My whole synopsis in the kitchen and all that good job. Of that movie. All right. Starring three powerful women. Yes. Right? So we'll do Melissa McCarthy, who's looking good in this little yeah, slim she down was. look. She's looking I like fantastic her. lately. I like her. Tiffany Haddish and uh, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Moss. Moss from Handmaid's Tale, if yeah. you don't know. Probably the better of the three, really. Well, I loved her in Mad Men, so I can appreciate it. I love her in Handmaid's Tale. Never kills seen it. it. Um, okay, so the synopsis is, the wives of New York gangsters in Hell's Kitchen in the 1970s continue to operate their husband's rackets after they've been locked up in prison. Dum, dum, dum. I don't know what we can do, but... Uh, we can move forward. What's going on, boy? Ladies and gentlemen, we are missing a bottle of bourbon. If you happen to know where the bottle of bourbon <laughs> is, bourbon please go? write into the show at where is the it's bottle of bourbon. You. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. On the floor. All right. Perhaps the first sign that you should be cut off from drinking the alcohol <laughs> is that you, is can't, that you can't find the alcohol. Right beside you. Exactly. 
right beside you. Excuse me. It was on the floor. I could not see it. That motherfucker's 90 proof. Be careful. Calm yourself. All right. <laughs> Let's go back to the synopsis. Tomorrow. Yes, yes, yes. I've done the synopsis, though. Oh, you did? Yes. Oh, yeah. It's done? We're finished. All right. Well, let's just talk about this. Hey, hey Vaughn, do you listen to the podcast? <laughs> no. Let's talk about this movie. So right. this is basically a, a comic, right? So it was a comic book series written by Oli Masters and uh, Ming Doyle. And so originally, there were three white women. Right. Maybe. And so they threw in Tiffany Haddish right. for diversity's sake. Yes. They could have kept her the fuck out. Pretty much. I didn't need an extra bit of chocolate just to be as bad as the rest. All day, worst rapping actor ever. Common for the wind. Stop employing this motherfucker. Come, all right. Let's before we get Listen, to common. Go back to go back to rap. I need him to, to make some music. I need I need a go part two. The problem with the problem with common is. And he's not. We're not even gonna waste time with Common. I, no, we're I mean, not. I just, I just needed just, to say it. Just so you know, Common is in the movie too, and yes. he does what he does in every single movie he's been in lately: is stand around and have a few words and just mm. be there with a mustache, with a mustache okay. and like some deep voice. You, but it's, it's, and it's freckles. It's not even important. No. Let's let's go back to Tiffany. Anyway, Harris. so I want to talk about Tiffany. Yeah, Harris by all means, bit. do your thing. What I what I wanted to see from her, and I got it at the. In the last, in the third act of the movie, did you? I got her in the third act of the movie, mm. but the problem is, she, she's not a, a serious actress. She's not. She's a. She's a comedian. She's an actress. Period. She's a comedic. She's not that. She's a. She's a comedian for as far as she's. She's a comic. She needs to stay in in comedy. She does not need to be doing film. But I appreciate her for doing it because. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot to get there, and they couldn't cast Whoopi Goldberg. Why the fuck would they? Or somebody else in this? They role. didn't need a black girl. This wasn't. This no, wasn't well, an inclusive. But you know what? But you know what? No, I mean, they no. did it. They did it. No, all right. but I'm you know what? You. you know what? Because right. the studio system and white America never thinks they need anybody black. Okay. I know. So I be, be because she's in there. because she's there. I appreciate her for that because Hollywood does not see black people. You're right. So I appreciate her being there. You're right. What I what I what I wanted from her was what we got in the third act as opposed to what we got in the beginning where she was just kind of like sitting around and and, and like, bossing it up and and she, doing doing the high lip on one side. But she gave us she gave us a lot of she was doing. I'm. I'm that motherfucker. But they hired her. They literally doing. hired her to give her to give us black woman attitude. Black woman attitude, and then a, like a little bit of Harlem. Right. Which we never. Saw. They gave her. They gave us black woman attitude, but I wanted more Harlem from her. I would appreciate. And I didn't. A, I didn't get that. A little bit of hoodlum. Right. Hoodlum, the film Hoodlum with Lawrence Fishburne. Right. But that would be fantastic. Get that. We didn't get that. We didn't get that. Um. But I wanted more of that because I felt like she could actually have delivered it if she'd had a time. But I feel like somehow it might have gotten cut away. But every single, I'm sorry to cut you off, every single one of these actresses are brilliant yeah. in their own right. Yes. We've seen them do way better. Absolutely. And the direction had to be fucked. Melissa McCarthy, I enjoyed her performance. But I know but I know she could have done so she much more. She shit in. She was just like. I know she could have done it. We're taking over Hell's Kitchen. I know she could have done it. This is what we're doing. Right. All right. 
Elizabeth Moss, I've been watching Elizabeth her for Moss. years. She played crazy well, but she, I've seen her being fucking crazier. She did that. And she didn't have to go. And from all the years just, that I loved uh, her on Mad Men, I was just like, I'm ready for Melissa. She's, she's I'm ready for Elizabeth to do this because she had yeah. that in Mad Men. But she's but, even better in Handmaid's Tale. Have you ever seen that? I've never seen it, but I heard yeah, she's great. We, we need to check that out together. Okay. It's really actually a really good show. Okay. Better than the movie, I think. But okay. she could have been so much better. And then they set us up at the beginning. They're all pretty little Barbie dolls right. in these submissive little roles. Right. And we're supposed to be revved up for when they get all feminist. Yeah, it got a little... Fuck that. Too much of that feminist agenda I'm also going to tell you this. Sp- spilling out. This was the motherfucking 70s in dirty-ass New York City, which they... If one thing they got right was the dirtiness of New York. It yeah. really looked like New York... In the daytime. The night could have been grittier, could have been a little more yeah. taxi driver. But the daytime looked like funky ass 70s New York. Mm-hmm. It was dirt everywhere. It was 1978. It was, it was setting. like hazy looking, like, right. you know, coming Where off. Where it was too hot. The hotness coming off the, the fucking cement. That you could sizzled. almost smell, smell the stink in the street. Yeah, you could smell it. It was always garbage everywhere. Like, that was old New and York. And there were hookers and, and, pro- hookers and prostitutes everywhere. Pimps everywhere. They showed Old Times Square, which was a great <laughs> flashback because I remember seeing double features smelling crack. Yeah. It was great. I mean, yeah. you could go to the bathroom by yourself, but it was great. Yeah, but yeah, back in those days, it was a great time. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Uh, up until that point, you were talking about all of that, and I was really having a difficult time distinguishing <laughs> all of between that. now and then because Times Square is not like that. No, anymore. no. Until you got to the Times Square, oh, like yes. that's when I was like, oh no, they are talking about the seventies. Because right. let's face it, like you know, it's it's ninety degrees today in New right. York, or almost ninety degrees, and it smells like a sewer out there. Like yeah. it, I mean, uh, well, you know, the 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 the, the city. Uh, Smell the the official city smell is piss. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And now it's weed. <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah. weed it's, and piss. It's piss and weed in the mm-hmm. summer. Yeah, it's piss all year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but if you, you know, don't smell piss, you're not in New York. Yeah, and, and you know what? <laughs> I, I just that. wanted what I, what I loved about the garbage it. has gotten better though. Yeah, the garbage has gotten better. Uh, um, no, it, it has. Depends hey. on your neighborhood. Uh, you in Staten Island, boo. Hey, hey. <laughs> It's gotten better. Look, just because I live a mile from the dump doesn't mean the Italians yeah. oh, still run yeah. shit out there. I'm oh just yeah, the ma- the mafia lives. <laughs> Be clear, the mafia lives. Um, the mafia lived a little in this one too. But what I can appreciate, I, I I like the fact that they won. They took charge. You know, they were doing what they had to do. I liked it, and they took charge in a way beyond the beyond the the overarching theme. Mm-hmm. I like how they. They handled business yeah. and they and they were doing it in the right way. But I wanted more. What I wanted more of was them outsmarting these men because yeah. they were in a role. They were in a they were in a position. First of all, like you said, they were submissive at first. Yeah. Then they started taking on their power. They set up the big the big turnover. But they were clearly much smarter than these way men. Way much smarter. And they, and it was just like, well, this is the time we needed to see that. We needed to see more of their. Their working inner workings as a group of women, right? Trying to I mean, it was totally three X structured. It would you yeah. could you could predict what was gonna happen from the very first round. Yeah, for and sure. I was like, eh, this ain't gonna be that great. Yeah. But I mean, and, and I had high hopes. That's why my my true absolute description of this film is underwhelming. It yeah. was just under. It wasn't horrible. It was underwhelming. The actors could have been better. The script could have been better. The direction could have been better because really I think 
it's not the fault of the actors. I think that the directors were telling them to play it yeah, under a it little bit. It was the bit. directors and the script. The director yeah, and, the, and script the script wasn't great. And so then my other thing was, you have all this great realism in terms of like uh, set and production and all that. Right. right, clothing, music. The soundtrack was amazing. Yeah, the soundtrack was good. We were head bobbing on yeah. that. Soundtrack was. It good. was pretty good. But what I'm not gonna do is wait for you to throw Tiffany Haddish one N word. Oh yeah. Way in the third act. Right. And this is fucking seventies, and they dealing with Irish Irish gangsters yes. from fucking Hell's Kitchen, and Irish gangsters from Brooklyn. I'm sorry, I was looking for a couple more. Oh, and the Italians. Not Let's the, not forget about all the that's Italians. Why I said from they, they you call them that, Irish, but you, they were Italians. Irish, yeah, Irish, I'm sorry. The Irish in Hell's Kitchen and the Italians in Brooklyn. Yes. Even the Jews. And they the had Jews. a whole bunch of his SIDS. Mm-hmm. Okay, so like, where are we going? Like, I wasn't going to be offended. Like, maybe, no. Maybe others, they, they others would it. be offended, and I understand. Don't come with me, no N word. You're going to get your ass cussed out. But. I thought it was authentic for the piece. If Quentin Tarantino could throw it in every two minutes, we could use this in this goddamn yeah, film. Yeah. Uh, I mean, come on. I the, 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 the Italian mobster that was working with them was a little too genteel. Yeah. I was like, all right, what you lose? Well, first of all, you'd have killed them in the room the minute they walked in the room. I'm sorry, can I say it? Go ahead. Can, I mean, I could use a nigger or two. Okay. I know that scared some people. My apologies. Can I say it? No. No, you can't say it. I don't think I've ever actually said it. No, you will not say it today. Like, I don't know. No, I know. (laughs) But it's like, I don't, I honestly don't think I've ever. (laughs) No. That's okay, boo. I've never had a, I've never. You say it in your head. Good? You good now? There you go. There you go. Oh, you want me to say it in my head? No, oh, you're. Oh, why would not do that though? Exactly. <laughs> I was testing you. That was a test. That's, that's why I'm looking at you. Like, and, and the funny thing is, like, I'm actually thinking about it. I'm like, can I even say it in my head? Yeah. I that's mean, why like, we're still you know, no, you can't. Because you questioned yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Good yeah. for you. I don't know that I should yeah. say that in my head. Good Sorry. for you. Because if you would have relished, like, ha ha ha, I said no, that four times. I, I don't know. I'd be like, fuck you. We can't do this. Yeah, thing. I can't do that. No. I mean, it was six, but you know the point is. I love you. Exactly. But the point is, it, it felt because that was. But that's my felt, point. That's yeah. my point. With when, when Tiffany did it, then it was like, well, where you been this whole time? And 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 right. what what failed me even was, when she was with her mama in that scene. Right? Why was it? What failed me was we never got to understand why she was there in the first place. Right. And what kills they me never about really said what kills about me about her. Hollywood lately? They're so busy trying to trying to clean up their mess from right. back in the day because either they're casting they're recasting old movies with yeah. a, with women where there were men before or now you're throwing in minorities where you've ignored us before right. and so but, but you're not part. establishing how in the hell would this black woman from Harlem be married up, to an Irish gangster end up with this Irish man okay how how does that happen and they even they, they People kept making references to it in the film. He did as well. But you never got, you never got to how they even met. No. And then there were some notes about it. Like they talked about it randomly. Just randomly. Like, through the movie. Even there was an there was an argument between after the husband had, Tiffany Haddish's husband, who was an Irish gangster, right? He had gone to prison. So she's left with the mother who was Apparently, like the head of the family. Yeah, she was like the dumb. She was like the fucking dumb. Mm-hmm. Okay, but she said they had this whole argument, 
And she was like, well, yeah, him and his black wife. I was like, I know you want to say nigga, bitch. Mm. There's no way. You're an Irish gangster from the 70s. There was no PC shit back then. And when they did reference, when when they talked, when the man and the wife referenced their relationship, and yeah. oh, you remember I was there with you when you spit on your father's grave and shit. Right. Can we not understand how they even right, met? We don't. Like we never got any of that. And I'm not to say, it's not to say that blacks and whites from all these different yeah, worlds and cultures be never mix because that always happens it okay always happens, yeah. that always happens and it's going to continue sorry sorry um white supremacists that's always going to happen yeah. there's always going to be some black people and some spanish folks mixing with y'all folks so be clear about it i know you hurt you mad but it's okay because <laughs> that's still going to happen yes yeah, but what i need to understand is how did you come together? Why couldn't there have been a conversation? Oh, remember when we, we, we were like hung out? We met, at, we met at Coney Island remember or some, met, some situation. Right. Because in reality, in, in New York, in this great melting pot of New York, yeah. there were there were rival fractions for generations. Like serious and then serious lines were drawn right, in neighborhoods in New York. Right. But then. when you did cross those lines, it was a big deal. It was a big deal. So my thing is, they tried to make it, and, and yes, this was 1978, which doesn't really seem that far away, but it was. Mm-hmm. And so but, but they never really gave us an, an establishment. And because they were just threw some blackness into the movie, mm-hmm. they never decided they were going to establish it. They just like, well, she's just going to be there. There is no way she was just going to sit there. How, and then... He actually called her, there was a scene, and I was troubled by this scene, where he called her lazy. Yeah, he called her lazy. Remember when she was like, when she was supposed to go get the beer or whatever? She didn't get him the proper beer, right. the one he liked. So right. she was like, didn't have it. So he's like, next time, walk another block. Right, to the other Get store. me the beer I like. Okay. Now, I don't know many black women who would have actually took that. Swallowed it. Right, I don't I mean, know many that would have took took that. I agree with you because I then I thought mm, she's staring into like four gangster faces. Right, and I said and okay, the mama. okay, but so maybe she took that. But on, it, the chin. on that part, on that but, part, but because of what they have had to go through as a couple, yeah. he would have never referenced her that way. Yeah, because she was not the Elizabeth Moss character. She was not the Elizabeth Moss character. No. Elizabeth Moss was abused in the film. And you know, so So I just felt like And Melissa McCarthy was like had a perfect marriage. Right. So there were some situation. things that threw me off there. I love what I did love was her conversation with her mother. Yeah, I really liked that too. And we commented. We had a nice little personal laughter. Right. <laughs> I was like, this is my childhood. Right. And, and we cracked up about But you know, I understand. It there was, was There was a reference where the mom was trying to toughen her up for the world that she was having to live in. Mm-hmm. And as, as black people. She was we, telling her, don't assimilate. She right. didn't want her to be the assimilated yes or masso. Right. Is exactly the quote from the film. Yeah. Your father's family was a yes or masso type. And right. I didn't want you to be weak. Right. And I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that, that conversation one hundred percent. Absolutely. Because I think as Black people living in in America, we we all have to understand how we have to navigate this space. Oh yeah. And so there was nothing wrong with that. I don't necessarily agree with it because I feel like it it puts us in a box that is hard to get out of, and yeah, it's hard to it, yeah. it's hard to dream when you always feel like you have to be a certain way in order to survive because it's about a survival instinct right 
which we'll deal with when we talk about loose. I was going to say, this is opening up for loose. We're going to deal with it when we talk about loose. Ooh, you but ain't ready. I, no, we're not ready. You ain't ready. <laughs> but, um, but what I have to say about so this, much. I think that this film could have been so much greater if they really would have spent the time to do it. Like, they gave us a lot of... They gave. I felt like this was Lawrence Kasdan type of production. Remember wow. Lawrence Kasdan from like the 80s? Like I felt like this is what we wow. were doing. This old school rudimentary by the numbers, yeah. you know, type of film. And they tied it up in a nice little bow at We've the end. We've grown of that. past I was, this. I was like, why are we doing this? I'm sure this comic book wasn't like this. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I just didn't know. want that little tie up at the end. What are you thinking? Give me a rating. Uh, three and a half. Three and a half. And that, three and a half is for Elizabeth Moss. It's Elizabeth Moss. And, and, a gangster. Uh, yeah, because she was gangster. Three and a half three is her. Three and a half is a lot out of a five. Three and a half is her. And the half is Comet's mustache. Comet's mustache and all his freckles? Yeah. <laughs> the mustache and freckles and the bald head. Right. Yeah, because I ain't believe this motherfucker was a FBI agent in the fucking 70s and he had a Spanish partner. You ain't going to yeah, have two like, in one spot. Like, well, how they get them? Nah, you're going to have a get black, po- you're going to have a black guy and a white guy yes. or a Spanish guy and a white guy. Yeah. You wasn't going to have two. There wasn't going to be this two minorities in the same I mean, role hello? in the FBI. The spook who sat by the door was in the 70s. What the fuck? They were federal officers. I mean, I mean, I mean, I yeah, mean, no. if you don't know that film, look it up and, yeah, and, and get your up. mind right. Yeah, get the your mind right. The spook who sat by the door. Yeah, About a black FBI right. agent. Yeah, get your mind right. In the FBI. All right. Anyway. So what's your number? <sighs> Regretfully, <laughs> I'm going to go three. Okay. I can't give it 3.5. I'm going to go three. Not even for Kama's mustache? Fuck Kama. If he don't make another album, I can't respect him. Okay. Got it. His last album was trash, though. Anyway, Kama, you cool. There was some moments, though. You cool. You if he makes another album, can we come back and re-edit this? You'll give him a three and a half. <clears throat> I'll give Common a five if he could do as good as Go was. Oh, that's right. Oof, Go was amazing. But anyway, that's for the hip-hop fans. Um, hip-hop. But anyway, yeah, I'm going to give it a three. Okay. And, and the reason why I'm going to give it a three, production was amazing. The acting was rudimentary. Set was, design was good. Set design was great. Hella, hella underwhelming. Mm-hmm. I'm a black woman, and yeah, I shouldn't be asking for that N-word, but I could use a couple more. I, I, I like even like... The derogative terms for Italians, the derogative terms for for Irishmen. Like, well, they just use Mick I, a couple of times. They use Mick a couple they of times. They use Mick a couple they of times. They never use any sort of a, a derogatory terms for Italian. I mean, no. for Italians. No. Or Jews. No, they didn't. I just felt like New York they, was but they, so... But they also un- played on a lot of the stereotypes. But New York was so un-PC in the 70s. Yeah, it was sure. gritty as fuck. Yeah. Like, give me real New York. I mean, I'm a New Yorker born and raised, so I want it real fucking New York. Don't give me that Hollywood New York. Real fucking New York. That, that's right. That the Midwest fucking fell for. Right. Don't believe this shit. Don't believe the hype. This wasn't New York. But I think that was what... That's who the movie's made that's for. That's who the movie was made for. I'm going to give you a three. It's made for America. Get your shit together. Tiffany, I'm glad you got your coins. Yeah, get your money. Let's move on. Yeah, get your Loose is next. All right. All right. I love Loose. All right. I love Loose. Loose. Please talk about it. Um, Directed by Julius Ona. A black uh, man. A Nigerian American. Yes. uh, Which makes a lot of sense in terms of like what Mm -hmm. we're dealing with in the film. Yes. Uh, Starred uh, Naomi Watts, uh, Octavia Spencer. Who's doing her thing lately? Yeah, she is. Tim Roth, um, and Luce himself, Kevin Harrison, 
Which, by the way, shout out to him. Kevin Harrison has done a few things like Monster of Men. It comes at night. Yes. I knew I knew him from somewhere. Um, All Rise, Gully. He's 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 an up and comer. Yes, he is for sure. Um, if you don't know him, really look at this film. He is brilliant in his nuances. Because remember, he was the younger. He was the son, and, and it comes at night. Yeah, he was the yeah. son. That's why I just. But he was I, younger, so we he didn't, was a lot younger. Yeah. yeah. He was a little younger. I had, I had a few other people, um, but for now, that's perfect. So the synopsis of it all is a married couple is forced to reckon with the idealized image of their son, adopted from worn-torn Arithia uh, after an alarming discovery by a high school teacher, which threatens his status as an all-time, all-star, Obama-like student. Go ahead, Tawana. I'm gonna let you start. I mean, you want you really want me to go at it? I want it? you to go. Cause I'm still in my feels about it. You said I just watched it. You watched I'm it like still in days my ago. I'm t- a day ago. Oh, I'm still God, in my feels. I just watched it. All right. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Where are we gonna go? Where are we gonna go? Where are we gonna Take go? Take us there. Come on. All right. Here we go. One. Short. Short, short, little, concise ideals of what I feel about this is America ain't shit. No. Um, <laughs> besides wow. that, um, <laughs> I'm going to break down really what I thought about the individual characters. But what I really feel was this was the story of this young kid who was adopted from this one-torn country by two white parents who essentially uber liberal trying to do right but essentially didn't know what they were getting themselves into which right. happens quite frequently absolutely um taking handfuls of this kid thinking they're doing the most and the greatest good um but essentially not really understanding what they really have to do in order to care for a person of color in this white man's america okay right. and what he would have gone through and what they have set him up to be and what he truly is. Right. Um, this is something that we, as African American, as people of color from other countries who have immigrated here, have to deal with on an absolute daily basis. Every day. We're fitting in boxes, tight as fuck, as Olivia Octari, Octavia yes. said in the film. Yeah, she I've been did. drinking, sorry. She did. She um, called it. She called it. She called it. We all are in a tight motherfucking box. And sometimes and, there's no air. And sometimes there's no air and no motherfucking light. And somebody is getting pushed the fuck out. Yep. And somebody is going to be the light. And also, within those boxes, I will jump in and say, we ourselves are in double boxes. Yeah. Right? I agree. So we exist in this box of being black or this box of being an immigrant. Because really, they put us in two separate boxes, right? So you're an immigrant, you come here, they tell you, we're the lazy people. We've been given this grand gesture, this promise of a new life, this miracle. Right. Right? Of America. But as most have said, every time you keep up, they start changing up the tempo. You're not going to make it fucking ever. Okay? So they put these model minorities into these into these bright boxes when they come from other countries and say, you can shine, you can be great, you can be that person. Mm-hmm. And then there's some of us that are like the Obamas of the world. Right. Because he's in a motherfucking box because yeah. he is biracial, right. right? 
So he's in between two worlds. Then he's also the hero of the people now. Yes. And 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 essentially, did you notice they were modeling this guy after Obama? Oh yeah, for sure. His fucking ears. There's his head, everything about the him. start of the film. Everything was about him at it a was podium. Him. Yes. It was everything about him was. They even said, "Not everybody could be Obama like you." Yes. And he just kept saying, mm-hmm. "I didn't ask for this." Yep. And no, he didn't. He just wanted to be this young guy, who just came from another country, and wanted to be himself. Right. But his liberal ass parents had him up there in the Obama section. Yep. And he had no choice to be greater than even he was thought he was capable of and could never truly be one side or the other. Right. And so I think that this has so many layers. Well, you know, the thing that this the thing that struck me mm-hmm. I Yeah, it's a lot. I, I'm you gotta still, watch this several times. Sorry, people. I'm still in my even my thoughts about it because mm-hmm. I understand it not only from his perspective, from our but perspective. also from my own experience, exactly. from Octavia's experience exactly. as the woman and the educator because she's a teacher, the and, mentor, yes, which and, we have been, and I am the son of a school teacher, absolutely, and I understand what she was trying to do, and it is so troubling in in that. We all have to play these roles because there Always. was no. And, but what I loved about this film was it that it examined all the sides of it. You didn't just get one view; you got every single view. Every single and view, so including how, the white people, right? And and I love that because Me too. I needed everybody to understand. And I think that that it's not just one side. And and what what Luce did well was he. He exposed it because when he, he was did. in his conflict with Octavia's character, he said to her, well, why was it me and not this other guy? Right. Why was it me? And, and this guy was his his boy. You know, mm-hmm. they were friends. It could have easily been Luce. But because Luce was positioned, he was positioned. Was he, was positioned. Groomed, he was groomed. He was groomed to be this great white Hope. Hope. He was fair-skinned. He was he groomed to be that. appropriately. Yes, he was groomed to be he, that. He was in a position of power because he had white liberal parents yes. who had some bread. Right. And so it was easier for him to sneak in. Yeah. And and, and he got he got a pass because he had this so such a sad story. He grew it's up in this war-torn land where he learned how to mm-hmm. operate a gun. He even said, I learned I, how to operate a gun at be- 10. Before I drove a car. Before I drove a car. So my thing is... He has been rehabbed, repurposed, and made into this great Ooh, is example. You, is you reading my notes? I'm t- and it just <laughs> it, it sat in my head. And, Absolutely. And, and for 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 me growing up, mm-hmm. I was always in this position of being outside. I was other all the time because I was in a wheelchair right. and I was smart. Facing that, what they want you to be right. versus who you are. And my mom was, you know, part of the educational system. Mm-hmm. I was always mainstreamed. And because I was in college prep courses and I sat in classes where I was pretty much one of the few black males in the class. Mm-hmm. So you always stood out out of the few black people that were there. And I'm sorry, I grew up in the South, so there weren't that many you know, Latinos or other cultures like in the country. But I sat out because I was there. And so, and there are many times when, you know, tokenism is big. Tokenism and, is And I, I experience it even at work where, you know, sometimes, because I'm, I'm all the minorities. I'm a, I'm a black man in a wheelchair. You got the, you got the ultimate here. And they use me, they use me in, in a way of 
be you're you're that guy. Yeah. And I and, and it's not like they intentionally want to do it, but I'm I'm that minority. Just like how Asians are the you know they're that they're that perfect minority right now because they're very smart and they're doing the best to work hard. But for me, I experience it on a daily basis. So it's like okay. Well, how do you do it? And when the friend said to me, well, you're not really black. When you saw that in the movie. You're not black, black. Right. You're not black, black. Well, what is black, black? I cannot tell you how I, how I, re- right. I remember black, black. I resonated with that. Yes. Remembering in school being We've bullied. Had it. Being bullied in public school because mm-hmm. this fucking chick, who, by the way, has no bearing of her complexion, but I'm sure she didn't like me because I'm a little more caramel. And she was, she had a chocolate complexion. Caramel. Yes. I'm chocolate all day. He chocolate. She, she you milk chocolate. Caramel. You milk chocolate. This sister was milk to, chocolate. I wanted to be dark chocolate though. But you're I, not dark. I, I, I'm sad. Dark, I, I dark like, is Haitian. I really wanted to be that. Dark is Jamaican. But I get it. Yeah. But she Shout was, out to all She of was them. milk chocolate. I was caramel. And mm. I was made to speak. I was made to pronounce my words properly. My grandmother Absolutely. was very strict about yep. that. She was an educated RN yep. from Philadelphia whose father was a fucking pharmacist. She ain't play no shit. Mm-hmm. Her, her kids was coming in there saying y'all and this and that and speaking all this nonsense. Right. She didn't like that. So when I went to school, that's how I spoke. Mm-hmm. And so this girl would be like, you speak like white people. So I really oh, yeah, got, I got this whole time. black, black thing. I got that all the time. That's some bullshit. Because mm-hmm. I grew up in the South. But and listen. I was talking like white people this is what the fuck we do I, this is one of my number one things i've said and 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 my friends can attest to this i grew up between good times and the jeffersons or good yep. times and the cosby's yep my mm-hmm. mom's family was good times all day and night taught me how to play poker and gamble and spit and, and right. be real in the streets and my dad's family was Cosby all day. It was all education, pronunciations, real jobs, make a make a difference in the world, care about your people, understand your culture and your technology. That's what it was. And so it, it, even though I had to find my way in the world as well, yep. like, you know, I, I'm talking all day. Black, gay, and woman. Yep, Going filmmaker. Mm-hmm. I could just keep adding them up. Keep but, going. <laughs> but... I get what you're saying in terms of that. And, and you know, it, it's what what I appreciated about it was uh, Kevin's portrayal as loose and how he would flip. Like, in his performance, he would flip within a scene. So it wasn't just... The nuances of just, his face? It was beautiful. And I, I would sit there and I would be sitting on the edge of my seat. I was like, what is going to happen? You, you could see you him. You literally did not know what was going to happen next. You, but see, what I like is they brought you in to think this is some thriller shit. Yeah. And we're going to be on some, he's a he's a murderer. Right. And he did something behind his white liberal parents' back. And they're not paying attention. Right. Because he's just this devious killer. It wasn't even that. No, it, that was not even the story. That was not even the story. And I had friends who were, because I posted that I was seeing the movie, and yeah. they were like, well, was he wrongly accused? Like, people assume it's right. a certain kind of story. Because that's Brian Banks. Right. People assume it's a certain kind of story right. of, of by, about black maleness in America. Right. We expect to see this this narrative being played out. Being You know, you're, you're wrongly accused by somebody, especially white man. Yes. You're wrongly accused by that person. But this wasn't necessarily what the story was about. And yeah. the fact that we saw 
different angles of the story, like the like his friend, his mm-hmm. boy who you Deshaun. know lost Deshaun who lost his scholarship and his world just got turned upside down from a bad choice that he made, mm-hmm. and and also it's about the choice that Octavia made to expose his her character to expose him, and she explains that. It, but you know, and but I I understand her. And I understand what she meant. And unfortunately, we always have to carry the burden. And, and what what other folks don't understand, the burden of blackness is real. Mm-hmm. She felt like she had to tell him, you cannot be average. You cannot be regular. Right. You have to understand the struggle and you have to be about it, about it. Like when she was showing the film, in, in you know, which talked about, what was it? Slate was it slavery or something. She was talking about was the the story. Remember when you were sitting in the class? Yeah, she, and no, was she was talking. Asleep. She was talking about that. It is from your town, South Carolina. Yes. Oh when yes, the, yes. The woman when, took down when the home, when they were talking that goddamn Confederate flag. Yeah. They were taken down from South Carolina when that yeah. black woman climbed up that goddamn pole to take that flag down. Right. She was talking about that story, which is very real. Which is very real and current. And what he was not paying attention when there were other students. He was students, on his phone. Yeah, right. Deshaun. He wasn't paying attention. She was like. They had had a conversation. She had a conversation real. with a white woman. In the class. Um, in the class. Mm-hmm. A white girl in the class. Yep. She's underage. So a white girl in the class. And the girl was trying to uh, specifically define for her that the previous periods in history. Right. It was a different period in time. Were different. Were different. And, and now there stuff. are rules that she should follow. And she right. was trying to explain to her that those rules never really changed for a person of color. But Deshaun wasn't paying attention. So she said, Deshaun, for you, what I think you really need to do is pay attention because for her, this is incidental. Right. But for you, it's life and death. Exactly. And I grew up in that state and I understand what South Carolina's about and I understand what the Confederate flag is about. Oh, yeah. But... I get where Octavia's character was going with that. And I she did too. it it was it burdened her in the fact that she had to let him know right. you're not gonna sleep on this. You need to wake no. your ass up and pay attention. Because what right. what Becky over there was talking about was some bullshit. And what's real for you, what's real for you? is how this is gonna play out for you. You're not gonna get to sit and talk about right. privilege and all this. White such supremacy reigns supreme. It's not gonna happen in America because that's not your world. Pay attention, Deshaun. Right, this not your world. She ain't going down. Right, but you are. Right, you are. If you don't pay attention, and you already done lost your shit. Right, right. So let's move forward. It, and I'm just. There were just so many moments in this movie, and and, and there was this thing, this. I'm still full about Speak, it. I'm trying to also, I'll right. jump in a little Go bit. Go ahead, think. please. Speaking of some of the moments in the film, when he first rehearses his speech in the yes. auditorium by yes. himself, mm-hmm. and he speaks about how he was renamed. Yes. Who that got me? Can we yeah. say Toby? Yeah. Roots? Right. Okay. So within, within African-American life and how we were enslaved and our whole uh, migration and 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 journey through America, which we still on. Yes. Um, that touch home because he was renamed, sort of reclaimed, readjusted, retrained, exactly how the soldiers had done him right. in his own country. Mm-hmm. And so, for me, in the guise of helping him, because remember he said to his mother, she was like, "Well, we're not the enemy." He was like, "But aren't you?" Right. 
right, shut her down. Like, aren't you the enemy? Where am I supposed to go with this? Right. Yes, you saved me. Yes, you pulled me out. But are you part of the system? Right. Are you are you fully aware that the things that you have done in the guise of saving has also added to my demise? Yeah, because it changed him from it who he was. It changed him from who he was. Right. My thing was like, I was like, well, he was made over in whose image? We have been made over right. in whose image? Right. Whose image do we portray? Because who tells us that our image is too ghetto, too hood, too lazy, too real? Too black. Too black. I can be blacker, yep. but I'm always striving for it. Right. But when I go to work, I got the dollar down. Oh, yeah, every day. My hair got to be a certain way. Every they day. just passed a law that said that natural hair in certain states was okay right. and not susceptible to losing your job. But the, but the absurdity of that, though, yes. is that when the – and I'm, I'm sort of thinking specifically the people who are kind of attached to certain parts of the hip-hop community. Mm-hmm. When the white person takes on that blackness, right, right. they're not as – punished or they're not as persecuted for that as the person who is actually right. in that role. Because yep. no matter what, Absolutely. no matter what, we're still slaves yeah. and we're still striving and yes, to look good in y'all eyes. We're not going to say, but so much. But there yeah. is a call out but for cultural appropriation. But there is a call out for corporal, oh, yeah. cultural appropriation. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to come in a rap game, come with your shit together. Yeah. Have your lines together. Get your bars tight. Because you're not going to come in here with baggy jeans and bullshit like these mumble rappers that we got today. Anybody got time for the Iggy Azaleas of the fucking world? No one's got time for that. Yeah. But then on the same token, what's his fucking name? Not T-Pain. Um, the little the little rapper from fucking the South. You're not on bad It's I- Iggy Azalea's creator, basically. Oh, um... um. um it's not T Pain. No, 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 skinny no, no. black no, no, little no. guy went to went to jail. He has yes. reality oh. shows. Yes, right. With, um, you his can't wife. think. His wife, who was from T somebody, T somebody, T T T somebody. But anyway, anyway, from Atlanta, I can't think of him. Ti. Yes, Ti. Thank you very much. Um, first of all, Ben, thank you, baby. Ben, Ben, with the research on the sidelines. Thank you, Ben, for sitting. But um, yes, Ti was the one who created her. So it's like, yeah, we want to keep our shit pure, but then he created this like this little portion. But well, to, to me, like that, that's always though. To me, that speaks to, and I'm not going to go into this whole long thing, but it, it right. speaks into the problem problematic nature of Detroit too. Yeah, because what often happens in the white liberal world is you sort of look for that out, right? right? And to be able to say that, oh. Yes, we can talk about how problematic Iggy Azalea is, but the fact of the matter is she was created by a person of color. Mm-hmm. You know, you can look at Jar Jar Binks and say Jar Jar Binks is an incredibly problematic character, but he was voiced by a man of color. Mm-hmm. And for the white liberal audience, that's the out. To be mm-hmm. able to say if it was that bad, yeah. then they wouldn't have actually done yeah. it. Right, right? Right, right. And there is this moment where you can you can sort of say, well, it's actually not as bad as it actually is. Like, with with the proliferation of sort of political correctness culture, when the N-word was taken out of the language, mm-hmm. when all this was taken out of the language, the white culture then can look at that and say, oh, this isn't a problem anymore. 
um, because, you know, people aren't dropping N-bombs left and right, right. on national television. But right. the racism behind that never actually went away. Right. Um, the racism the racism behind that never actually stopped. Yeah, right. yeah, for sure. But for the white liberal audience, there's that plausible deniability there to say just because that is no longer the case, all of a sudden, like, you know, oh, there's no problem. Right. But the people who are in the communities are affected. It was like, wait. That's never gone away. Trump right. did not invent racism. No, no he, he did not. It's been around for hundreds and we hundreds gonna of years. We were going to get to that. He's, he only stoked the flames. Yeah, and, and he only sparked and them a little. And he's continuing to do it. And you know what's yeah. interesting to me? Like, I love the 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 introduction of the, the Asian character in the film. Yes. And how she, she was impacted by this. And I really wanted them, I would have loved a little bit more time to delve into their relationship. But... It, it 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 touched on how we are all still connected to so many other people. We're not just, and unfortunately we live in a world where people think it's always white and people of color, mm-hmm. but it's, it's, there's so much, there's more. so much more in this beautiful right. rainbow of all of us right. being together. And I think that this film tapped into all of that. And I, and, and once again, Octavia's character was trying to teach her about being the strong woman and how she was being victimized by these men. She was. You know what I mean? And that was a conversation that she was the only one, Octavia's character, was the only one trying to push all that forward. And and I felt sorry. It it was bad that everything that happened to her happened because of all of these circumstances. But what what it exposed was the fact that so many people are affected by choices that men make. Oh, of course, because it's you know that, I mean? that like patriarchal in it. It's just yes. like, like that's what I said. He was made over in whose image, right? Right. So who is loose, really? Right. Right. Who are we, really? Right. You know, if we are not left to our own devices to become the people we have been for generations, then our ancestors raised us to be. We in this country as African-Americans don't know our true names, don't know our true religions, don't know our true tribes. It's amazing when I go to work and the Italian people in my office, because I work in Long Island, so it's a lot, the, 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 the ethnicity in my office is mostly Italian. Mm -hmm. And so they get to go home. They get to go to a cousin. They get to go to a friend. The Irish relatives, the 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 because they are blended as well. They get to go visit visit various parts of countries that their people came from. We can go to Africa and the door of no return, but we don't fucking know. And even if we did go home, where is home? Right. Because what what identifies us? A nose? A complexion, the shape of our lips sometimes. Right. But tribal tribes won't accept us because we have long been turned. We've long been changed. Mm-hmm. We don't exist in our mind as Africans. We exist in our mind as African Americans. Right. People striving hard to remember a culture that we never fucking knew. Well, you know, it's interesting that you talk about that because I was talking to one of my coworkers who is who's Italian mm-hmm. and her family, because, you know, they came through Ellis Island and all of of that. But they were they were conditioned in her her family. She was not allowed to speak Italian. Of course. She had to speak they were English. That shit. 
she had to speak English, of and course, she was they were she was told you have to assimilate. You have to assimilate. You cannot you cannot hold on mm-hmm. to our traditions to our and tradition. our cultures, our culture of being Italian and from right. Italy. You have to adopt to this American right. way because they want to be acknowledged as American. As American. So so because they were promised that dream. That it's, it's the could get you it's great. the quote unquote American dream. But it's fantastic and, for others. And as it's I not talked, and I've been talking to one of my friends, as they say. Come in the right way, bullshit. Right. But I've been talking to one of my friends who's from Egypt, and he wants to move his family out of that culture, mm-hmm. and just because of the politics and, and the situation in his country. Not that he doesn't love it, right. but it, it's just about the fact that he wants better for his family. Of course he but does. I said to him, mm-hmm. America is not the place for you to go, because no, you'll end up driving a cab and doing all kind of crazy shit, just trying to survive in this country. During this period in time, yes, it's going to change because we are not going to be under this crazy ass Trump world forever. No, That's going to change. That's but change. right now, for this point in history, right now, right. this is not the place to go. But I think that there is something to be said. But what I what I what I understand is, at the end of the day, we're all still people, and and what what Lucy's character was trying to get across to everybody was that they're all different sides of every story. And he was just trying to be a person. Right, and he was just trying to find his place, but he was also acknowledging other people's place. Because think about it. He was, Luce, Luce lived in a place of privilege. He lived in a place of privilege. And he understood his privilege. And yeah, and through, he was, through he his was manipulations, trying, you right, could see that. He understood his privilege, but he also was trying to raise other people up. He was. In, 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 in his veiled attempt. Because... There, I mean, we're not praising Luce. I don't know if we've completely come to a conclusion about whether Luce was right or wrong, whether Luce was good or right or bad. Um, but I do know, no, I didn't think Luce was bad necessarily. But I think he was misunderstood. But what I will say is that um, there are some very subtle manipulations that Luce were, was a part of. Yes, he was. Um, and so you, when you see this film... You will understand and make your own assessments. A few of the things that I wanted to talk about were Mm -hmm. the father. He was constantly pushing the envelope with the mom who wanted to stay politically correct. But the father was like, fuck that shit. Like, what is she talking? We got this kid in our fucking house. We need to talk to him like a real person. Like, we can't be politically correct. Tim Roth Roth did this. Tim Roth did that. He was like, fuck this. If he did that shit, he did that shit. Like, if he was a bad guy, he was a bad guy. Why are we protecting? I don't want to go back to the place where he was when we arrived. Shit happens. He arrived a damaged kid. You fix the damage. Now, as an adult, you have to treat him as such and trust that the repair that occurred stays. And if it didn't, then there's more repair to it do. It reminded me so much of Brightburn in, in right, that way. Right, right, right. But, I, but it, it it always seems to be the it, whenever Hollywood does this story, right. it's always about the fathers calling out certain behavior. I mean, there was, uh, we don't want to give away too much. There was a bit of a flip-flop within mm-hmm. the parents. Um, and so at some points I was like, oh, wait, you went back. But right. there were some like really instrumental like things that Luce was giving his speech. And he, like I said, the thing about the mom in terms of like you might just be part of this problem. And then I said the thing about um, uh, he gives a speech and he says, I am proud to be an American. That takes on two different connotations from yep. two different type of people. Yep. I don't give a fuck about being an American. Yes, I am happily 
um, adjusted and, and proud of the liberties I have, knowing that people in other countries don't have these liberties, knowing that me as a black gay woman would be murdered in other countries, would be raped, would be assaulted in various ways. I would not have freedom of speech. And for those things, I am grateful for. But I am not grateful for the unfairness, the biasness, the unlevel, uneven ground that we always stand upon, where I do everything the right fucking way, and yet I am still in the position that I'm in, while someone with lesser experience but more privilege gets to be greater than me. Yep. That is unfair. Mm-hmm. And so within the guise of this, everyone must get together and everyone has a fair shake, bullshit, yeah. it's different when you talk to an immigrant who has promised all these things and is given all these things because he has had worse circumstances. Right. I wasn't born in a war-torn country. I didn't grow up shooting a gun. And so they think he's a great white hope. Let's put him on a higher pedestal and makes me look lazy or tells him that I am the lazier one. And mm-hmm. so when he actually said that in a film, I physically closed my eyes because the realiz- realization of that was like, I don't agree with you, brother. Mm-hmm. I- I'm not proud. I'm here for a reason. I'm here because I'm here. Is 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 it is what it is. Well, I think that, I think that, and I don't necessarily hold on to that. I think that you know, for me that was I'm, important. Not everybody's. I get it. Uh, I get it. To that. But I think that a resignation because I'm an American citizen, yes. and when I go to other pla- when I travel around the world, that's that when I realize too. You realize yeah. you are an American. Yes. Because people see you as an American, they yes. don't see you as all these other things that we have adopted. I ourselves mean, they to. get they do give us a little a little more grace. We get a pass, right? Because we're we're still African too. We're still of color. But the thing is. We're still American, and we we stand out as American, yes. and that's what people see. And 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 there is there is nothing wrong with that because what I get from what America should be right. is is, and it's not about that promise of everybody's going to be successful, everybody's right. going to have these things. But there is something about being being liberated from somewhere else. Right. That that rebel spirit that America holds on to. I'm not right. talking about slavery. I'm not nope. talking about all the other stuff. I'm nope. talking about what makes America great right. is that you can come from anywhere in the world and and have your own piece of something here. There yes. is nothing wrong with that. There's nothing As an wrong. immigrant, yes. You, you should not it. there is not and, and people born here, whatever your situation is, people, you, born, people born here, you're supposed to have it too. You're supposed to be young. But be remember that there are constructs there are constructs here to keep certain people down. But exactly. that's called that's called racism and bigotry. That's called racism and bigotry. But, but, but what, what I would say to that though is that when you're talking about other countries though, that, that where that where that those dividing lines don't necessarily come down on race, where they come down uh, is on on, on actual class and yes, nationality, class. right? And that's so where looking it all, at like France. So whether you're you're black or white in France doesn't really matter. What matters is if you're French. Yes. Mm-hmm. If you're not French, that's the issue. You yes. could be white, you could be black, yeah, you could be whatever. But see, exactly. So there's always those dividing lines. Exactly, and that's what this film shift. talked about. And that's what because, this film talked about in terms because loose was it was a class situation with loose. It was a class situation with loose, and that's because loose came from another country and was. Adopted into a family of privilege. I'm assuming Julius, the director, has also had some experience with that, considering he's Nigerian American. Right. I haven't researched enough to see if he was born here or not, but I'm certain that he's uh, dealt with this sort of inequality. 
in this country, especially considering Nigerians are, 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 are a powerhouse in their own country. Yep, and they sure. come here and become a powerhouse in America. So it's just like they're wealthy mm-hmm. in a lot of Nigerians are wealthy. Yeah. I'm not saying all. They do have and a poor educated, class. Very educated. Very educated. They've got the corner market on like cell phones and technology mm-hmm. and 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 uh, goods. They they are really hitting and it. Mo- and they have. And most of the majority Nigerians have, I've met are all about the sciences. They're they, like doctors but they and researchers and so on. They also have a work ethic yep. that is built in them, ingrained. I've never met a lazy Nigerian, ever. Yeah. Not ever. But anyway, oh, I digress to say there was one other thing I just wanted to say really ahead, quickly was what was a what was it with the yellow symbolism in the film? You didn't see the film, right, Kev? There was all this yellow. You notice? I know yellow and blue for the school colors, but there was yellow and blue, yellow and blue, yellow and blue. Then it was yellow in the flowers, blue in the flowers. I don't know if that was equating to the school, but there was a lot of fucking yellow. I need to Google and find out what that was because there's a lot of yellow in this film. I didn't. I wasn't paying attention. I just. I wonder if that was a part of the read, or just circumstantial, like you know, happenstance. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't. I was too in the story. Right, right. And what I can say about this film, and I've I've been talking about it for a few days, for the last day and a half. I appreciate a story. Yes, this was a. I haven't story. gotten a story in many of the films that we've had to watch over the summer. Right. And I appreciated a story and something to make me think, and and I was like, okay, you've given it all to me. Right. And how this trailer, the trailer teases you. It does tease you. The music is impactful too. Oh my god, yes. The it's like right. Like really there are moments where like they just walk in the house, but right. the door slam is like bang. Woo, you just broke the suspense. Right. You know, there are a lot of moments. I really really Cuz I didn't know what that. was going to happen next in some No, scenes. I didn't either. But now, you know what? Let's 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 wrap this up and say I'm going to give it a straight five. Oh, it's all five. Five old day. I'm about to go mm-hmm. see it again. Shout out to Octavia Spencer. And I'm, Octavia? I'm liking your choices in films. Yes. And, you know, one of my coworkers was, well, I don't know if I want to see Octavia. I said, I need you to get past the help. Because, yeah. see, one thing that we do. She's done so much more than one the fucking thing, help. One thing that get we past do the shit pie already. black people do. We're so worried about being portrayed as the serve, the maid, the help, the slave. Viola was in that bitch too. How many other films she did? Right, but what one thing that we do as black people, and we need to stop this. We need to fucking stop. We need to stop this. There is nothing wrong with a black person being the maid, because it's reality, the whatever. Because we've all had this experience. Long as that's not her whole career. I need us to understand that we need to tell those stories because those stories are real. And and when Harriet comes out, we we were also slaves. Yes. And, and if it we're wasn't, going to see that. Because guess what? Because guess what, folks? Slaves built America. Every day. Okay. Be clear. Every fucking cobblestone and in New York. I City. need all y'all motherfuckers to understand. I don't need to see power every time I see a movie. I also <laughs> need to talk about slaves. Okay. Because. All of that built this country that we fucking have to be a part of and we live in. And so guess what? There's going to be a slave narrative. There's going to be another narrative. But guess what? We're not all the same thing. But what I love about this is that you had all of this happening in one space. So you had Octavia's character and you had Lucy's character. Still on the same spectrum. Right. 
Because it's all about blackness. So what's your review? I mean, what's it's your rating? Five. I already told you it's a five. It's a five all day. It's a five. So Go I'm, I'm going to say, you know, thanks to Julius. Yes. Julius Ona. Yes, thank you. I really you. hope I'm pronouncing your name right, sir. Make Julius some more movies. Julius Ona. Keep making these movies, sir. You have given us such thought-provoking work. And I'm going to forgive you for, for that Cloverfield paradox. <laughs> it's all right. We got to start somewhere, Julius. I'm going to forgive you for that. We got to all start what? somewhere. We gotta I love Cloverfield paradox. The worst I, I, movie I still ever. haven't seen it. But uh, all right, we just gave him a compliment. I, I'm going to give <laughs> He made his money to make this movie. All right, absolutely. And I'm going to give him that. We all, we all got to start somewhere. Yes, but we do. listen, people, I know we spoke a lot about race and politics and a lot of things that make some people uncomfortable. I actually felt bad for the people in Lincoln Center who didn't understand the duality and complexity of this film. But please open your mind further and dig in deep. Go back and review it again and see what's going on so you can movie. really understand yeah, please what has happened. It. Find this because it's an it's an AMC's, it's an, one of their artisan films, so it might not be so easily accessible, but look out for it and really try and search and see where you can find it because this was fantastic, and Kevin, who played Luce, yes. was amazing. Um, it, and if I could be so bold as to speak to the, the white folks in the audience <laughs> as a fellow white folk, yes. Um, if anything that was said in this podcast and between these two beautiful human beings offended mm. you, you need to get over yourself and re-examine get, get your shit together. what it is you're thinking I, about I life a, in the world. Right, I don't uh, give a fuck because I'm black all day unapologetically. Yeah. And if you ain't like that N-word, you'll be all right. It was just this episode and I ain't going to do it again. <laughs> Um, well, I'm sure you're gonna do it again, but, and I might do it too. But you know, it's all good. But what I have to say is, this has been an amazing episode. Yes, it has. We got lives. Yes. We're about to take a summer break. Yes. We'll be back on September 7th. Yes. We'd love for you to join us. So, if you like this episode, please be sure to like, share, and follow us on all our social media platforms. That is. Facebook, Beer Bourbon and a Movie. Instagram, Beer Bourbon and a Movie. Twitter, SoundCloud, where we host it. Don't forget Spotify. Spotify. We on Spotify, folks. Yes, we are. Don't forget to use the hashtag BBM Podcast. Yes. Complain, suggest, write in. Do whatever you got to do. Yeah, like All love is true like. love. Thanks so much for coming through. This is Beer Bourbon. And a, and a movie. movie. Enjoy your summer. We'll see you September 7th. Peace out.